from the All Indiana Podcast Network. For moms, it's a podcast just for moms. You need to share this with the mothers of the world. Filled with conversation and information. That would be wonderful. Yes, wonderful. Stories, advice, interviews, and more. This is great. It's just so fantastic. This is Mapping Out Motherhood with Wish TV's Nina Criscola. This week on Mapping Out Motherhood, postpartum in the pandemic. So many mamas have had to experience pregnancy and postpartum life during the coronavirus pandemic, which is really tough. Everything from prenatal appointments to baby showers, even the labor and delivery process was impacted. It's a big deal. And this week, my colleague and friend Hannah Mardot took a close look at the effects. Stick around. That's coming up after this. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This week, Wish TV News 8's Hannah Mordeaux brought us stories about the impact COVID-19 has had on pregnant women, new moms, and their babies. I experienced it when welcoming a baby in October of last year, and Hannah is living through it right now as she's expecting a baby in September as the world is reopening. Being pregnant myself, I get it. There's a lot of fear, changes, precautions due to COVID-19 that new moms are facing. So we're looking into the topic and first starting with what was it like when the pandemic started and giving birth? So we're introducing you to a Fisher's family who in full disclosure has close ties with Wish TV. The dad works with us, but their struggle and triumph really helps all of us understand what this has been like for new parents. <laughs> oh, sleepy boy. Hi, good morning. As Hannah Johnson wakes up her one and a half year old son, <laughs> not a moment goes by that she and her husband, Justin, aren't simply thankful he's here. He's honestly a miracle. <laughs> Back in January of 2020, Duke and his twin brother Atlas were born at only 26 weeks old. Our little guy was 13 ounces and our big guy was one pound three ounces. So, we knew that our NICU stay was going to be a while. Two months in the NICU. And that was his hand. That they, those are the, what they made us. Then Atlas got a severe infection. Atlas passed on Friday, March 13th, and the COVID restrictions at the hospital started on Monday, March 16th. In the midst of grief came sudden changes, both fear of a pandemic and new hospital restrictions. And once COVID hit, nobody was allowed to come in the hospital that wasn't a mom. At one point, like dads weren't allowed to come in at all. Everything shifted to a virtual world. Go ahead and grab your bag, pack up your breakfast. Their six-year-old school shut down. There was no more in-person therapy or support. And Hannah, while carrying the weight of the world, was often alone. COVID's definitely made things a lot harder. <laughs> um, it's isolated us even more in a situation that 
you already feel kind of like nobody else understands. Well, it's hard for other people to understand what new parents are facing during this pandemic. Hannah says it's the doctors and nurses that are getting moms and new babies through it. You know, I'm looking forward to the time where I can meet my patients without masks. Dr. Kelly Robrock is an OBGYN at Axia Women's Health in Carmel and gets it. I think a lot of fear and, and lots of question marks. The anxiety from the unknown has been hard on pregnant and postpartum women. It's definitely been another layer for them to, to navigate. And, and then who do I want as my core support group postpartum um, to help combat some of the isolation that comes with a pandemic? I have it down to a science. Now as the world is starting to reopen, <laughs> the emotional wounds and physical risk still there for the families of these mm -hmm. pandemic babies. Extremely scary to send a baby and during all this to school and praying that other people are trying to be as responsible as you are. Will this mom navigate saying goodbye to one child? I haven't been able to even have a celebration of life for him. And celebrates the life of another son. You're so sweet. We started walking last week. Having hope <laughs> is key. We can see that future. We can see it. We're being patient, but it's coming. And we know it's coming that we, we see that end. And even as the world reopens, it could mean big adjustments for expecting mothers and parents with newborns. Hannah spoke to a doctor at IU Health Methodist to get their perspective. With a baby on the way, I had a lot of questions and so do other new parents. And while we're maskless now and vaccination rates are on the rise, a lot of hospitals and OBGYN offices have COVID restrictions still in place and it means having a baby right now looks a lot different than before the pandemic. Are you ready to go nine-nine? Olivia Lindley just had baby Lucy in May. You're all right. And is navigating the new world of being a new mom. There's a lot of things that moms will still have to think about. At top of mind, COVID-19 risks that still exist. Being pregnant to delivering to after, I think that there's just so many different aspects of life that you have to think about now. There was a lot of fear surrounding pregnancy. Doctors like Kelly Robrock with Axia Women's Health are helping women through the hard times. What would a, a pregnancy in the, in the pandemic look like? She says even as society opens up, still expect some restrictions and changes at medical facilities. Masks are required and most hospital tours are virtual. When it comes to delivery and appointments, visitors are limited. We are allowing patients to bring a support person to ultrasound appointments, which we weren't able to do in the past. And really, it comes down to safety of our providers and safety of our patients. The next safety step, get vaccinated. Our pregnant patients are more likely to end up with severe disease, um, respiratory illness from COVID. Saying the risk of getting COVID-19 far outweighs any risk from a vaccine. Plus studies show antibodies can help babies before birth. Babies actually making antibodies um, and moms who have gotten the COVID vaccine in the third trimester. Getting the vaccine was beneficial to both me and Lucy, but that was the hardest decision that we had to make. Along with hard decisions, expect more nerve-wracking moments due to COVID. When we went to the hospital for the delivery, I still had to be tested for COVID, but it kind of put this little piece of what if in the back of my mind of, oh my goodness, what happens if I do have COVID? Thankfully, she didn't. You're doing so good. Baby Lucy is healthy and that's all Olivia thinks about. 
But while keeping babies safe, doctors say women should think about themselves too. Really identifying those key people that you feel like you can call and feel comfortable with them either coming over to your house or feel comfortable sharing how you're feeling emotionally. A good core support group to help combat isolation from COVID-19 and postpartum depression and anxiety. Anxiety, unfair mom guilt. <laughs> Worry that still exists for new moms even as the world gets a little safer. And so many different pieces um, to the pandemic along with just being a mom in general. Yeah, I, it's hard, it's really hard. Doctors say women should reach out to their OBGYN even before getting pregnant just to help make this process through the pandemic easier. One of the biggest worries and warnings with newborns right now is the Delta variant and others causing cases to rise again. Hannah also talked to doctors about that and how do we keep our babies safe? For years, parents have been told to have anyone around a new baby to get vaccinated for various diseases, wash their hands and avoid taking that new baby to crowded places. Doctors say the same thing holds true now. It's just more important with the pandemic and the Delta variant. She still hasn't met a lot of our family because we're just trying to be careful. Amanda Honert says she's had to make difficult decisions this year when it comes to keeping her baby, Addie, healthy. All you can think about is their safety and believe me, nothing else matters. She's both a new mom and an infectious disease nurse in Indianapolis, working on the front lines of the COVID-19 pandemic with a newborn. But it is scary. Um, I'm exposed, so it does put her at higher risk, but we've been lucky and we haven't haven't got COVID. She takes a lot of precautions and got vaccinated. The number one step pediatricians recommend for anyone around an infant. Make sure that those people are vaccinated against pertussis, flu, and COVID. Dr. Sarah Steltzner at Eskenazi Health is urging moms to get all of their shots, including the COVID-19 vaccine. Very concerned about the variant. Um, most of us have heard every day on the news about the rise of the Delta variant and pregnant mothers and postpartum mothers who are vaccinated after pregnancy are creating a really robust antibody response. Those antibodies pass through the placenta to the babies in utero um, and also through breast milk. Dr. Kelly Robrock at Axia Women's Health says the same thing to her patients. Our short-term data studies are wonderful with regards to safety um, for both our pregnant and lactating moms. In recent studies, are, they've demonstrated babies actually making antibodies. She says along with breastfeeding postpartum, the next best thing moms can do is only let a small, trusted group of people see the baby. It's important to identify a core group of people that you really feel comfortable having around you and your baby. And I think that's a decision that you make best with your pediatrician. And when it comes to other unvaccinated kids or siblings at home, pediatricians say try to have them wear a mask when helping or holding the baby. Plus, stick to some newborn basics. Even before the pandemic, we advised young moms and families to, you know, wash their hands before they handle, hug their babies and especially to be very careful in crowded places. For moms like Amanda, it means crowds of loved ones need to be understanding. It's terrifying because you're worried about your little one. And remember, pandemic moms have been through a lot. I think COVID moms are really resilient group. It definitely made it more difficult. It's been worth it. And doctors say new parents shouldn't be overwhelmed by fear. Instead, try to embrace this time, stay informed, and stay in contact with your baby's pediatrician. 
This next topic is so important. During the pandemic, we've seen postpartum depression on the rise. Mental health experts say cases are soaring among new parents. It's an issue that parents have long faced, even before the health crisis. But as Hannah found out, the pandemic has forced those who support parents with PPD to find new ways to help. When Hannah Johnson picks up baby Duke, they're both all smiles. You're so sweet. But for this Fisher's family, smiling wasn't always easy. The last year and a half has has been rough. Duke and his twin brother Atlas were born at 26 weeks old in January of 2020. Then Atlas passed away days before the pandemic started. You're going through the pandemic and you have a baby and the baby's in the NICU. Like, it's stressful. Stress, Hannah says, became PTSD. From just like my phone ringing, like I'm like, to the hospital, like it was very hard for me. According to a recent study from Harvard, postpartum depression drastically increased during the pandemic. Of almost 7,000 participants, 31% reported anxiety and depression, 53% reported loneliness, and 43% had PTSD related to COVID-19. It's isolation with having a baby without a pandemic. Bertie Gunyan-Meyer is a retired Indianapolis nurse and works with Postpartum Support International. With the pandemic, even more isolated. She saw the increase firsthand. Before the pandemic, we had four virtual support groups a week for perinatal mood disorders. We now have 22 a week. She says it's not just moms who are suffering. Pre-pandemic, on average, 21% of women and 10% of men suffer some sort of perinatal mood disorders. It can be during pregnancy or any time in the first year postpartum. And it can be depression or anxiety or OCD with intrusive thoughts or PTSD with a traumatic birth. In women, it can look like crying, eating or sleeping disturbances, anxiety, constant worrying or irritability. In men, it tends to be irritability too, anger or avoidance paired with a sense of losing their partner. They look different and feel different during pregnancy and the postpartum period because now a fragile human being is involved. Parents feel isolated, especially now, but you don't have to face this alone. You're not alone, you're not to blame, and with the proper help, you will get better. She says therapy, support groups, and medication can make the difference. Sleepy boy. And find the light. Good morning. Even in the darkest days. We can see those normal things starting back up, and it does give us hope. Of course, the pandemic has had a big economic impact, and introducing a baby when already struggling financially can be really tough. Demand for diapers as well as breast milk donations spiked during the pandemic. Two local organizations here in central Indiana are working to get these essentials to babies in need. Hannah has that in our final part of this series. Both the Indiana Diaper Bank and the Milk Bank say they've seen more than a 200% increase in demand since the pandemic started. A bit of a silver lining, though. Both groups are seeing more donations come in, but they don't see their work or the need slowing down anytime soon. When it comes to diapers, we all have something in common. We've all been in a situation where we've been in a dirty diaper. But not all of us can afford them for our babies. This need's still there. Absolutely, 100%. Jenica Giffen with the Indiana Diaper Bank is a mom herself and understands. To be in a situation where I couldn't 
diaper my child would be devastating. But she says that's a stress a lot of new parents face. The average cost per month for diapers is around $80 and prices are increasing. The price per diaper for us has even gone up. We have about 83,000 diapers. Right now, the Indiana Diaper Bank gives away about 40,000 diapers a month to families in need, distributing 200% more through local nonprofits and partners since the pandemic started. We've seen a huge uptick in need and it hasn't slowed down and I really don't see it slowing down, especially with things opening back up. They get diapers at wholesale prices, so they ask for monetary donations first, but people can still drop off diapers at various locations like here at the Milk Bank. Another group seen both an increase in need and donations. They just brought milk in droves which matters because our demand increased 215%. Freedom Kolb is the executive director of the Milk Bank. Kind of see um, where we start that process. It's a living tissue bank dedicated to combating infant mortality. We say every ounce counts because every ounce provides up to three feedings for a critically ill infant. They use donations from lactating mothers across Indiana. A special process pasteurizes the human breast milk for the smallest patients. The difference between survival. In some situations, we can increase survival rate 77% for infants that require human milk as a medical intervention and need that living tissue to survive. It's even more important now. As studies show COVID-19 antibodies can be passed through breast milk to babies who are especially vulnerable. Thankfully, research really came out quickly that it was not only safe, but could add a protective factor for, for infants. Both groups say they're not sure why the pandemic caused an increase in donations, but they hope people continue to open their hearts and give as the world begins to reopen. And while being so hard on so many of us, do you think in the end that COVID taught us something? I do. I, I, I think it taught us a lot about public health. You know, we do curbside milk drop off and pick up now. That will continue post COVID. That's good for busy moms. So it's much more convenient for moms now than ever. And both groups have made giving more convenient and easier than ever. We have a full list of diaper drop-off locations, as well as links to give monetary donations and links to get started giving milk donations on our website, wishtv.com. Just head to the As Seen on Wish TV section and find this story. In Indianapolis, Hannah Mordeaux, wishtv, wishtv.com, and follow us on Facebook. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at SCS. Dot Georgetown dot edu slash podcast. Thank you for listening to this episode of Mapping Out Motherhood. You can watch these stories right now on wishtv.com and learn more about each topic there as well. A big thank you to Hannah Mordeaux for all the work she did to look into this important topic, and we wish her the very best as she welcomes her second baby, a son, in September. Don't forget to subscribe to the Mapping Out Motherhood podcast so that you know when the next episode comes out. Until then, have a great day. From Wish TV, this is Mapping Out Motherhood. 
Discover more at wishtv.com. And when you follow Wish TV on Facebook, check out more podcasts from the All Indiana Podcast Network now at allindianapodcastnetwork.com.